Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 9.30 in 716. Starting off, getting a few new details of what the proposed new Bills stadium will look like. WBEN's Brayton Wilson has more. Although no renderings for a new Buffalo Bills stadium have been released to this point, there are some details of the new stadium that we are starting to learn about. WBEN has learned that the new Bills stadium, once constructed, will feature a mesh-like exterior that is aimed to create, quote, wind confusion, unquote. What that means is when the wind hits the exterior of the building, instead of redirecting and finding other avenues to flow at full speed, the wind will end up dissipating significantly as if it was hitting a screen. According to Populous Senior Principal and Project Design Lead Jonathan Malley, the material that will make up the mesh-like exterior of the stadium will be perforated metal. Well, if you have open concourses that are facing the outdoors and you have a fair degree of wind and harsh winter conditions, you'd essentially be bringing the wind right into the stadium and making fans uncomfortable. So, you know, there's a tremendous focus in this kind of climate to protect the fans, basically giving them a break from the harsh conditions outside. So with a metal, a perforated metal screen in the upper levels of the stadium, we're able to block the wind, slow it down, and not have such a huge penetration into the building. While the perforated metal screen that makes up the exterior of the stadium is built to withstand the winds that are often experienced in Orchard Park, Malley says they're also built to withstand the other elements that make up the climate of Western New York. With our design partners and engineers and consultants, you know, we run a series of what's called computational fluid dynamic models. And those are environmental models that basically take a look at the weather, the climate and all of the conditions. And then we test in the model various ways of implementing materials on the building and situating them in such a way to protect against rain, snow and the case went. More of our conversation with Mally on the exterior of the new Bill Stadium is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. The management shakeup continues at Chase. Bill Patty has been fired as general manager. Last week, Michael Murphy was reassigned from president to focusing on developing a capital campaign. This all amid claims of a toxic workplace. According to a published report, over the past week and a half, five members of the board of trustees have resigned. They are Sujata Yella Manchili, Ken Jaskier, Donald Fishback, Rich McCarthy, and Holly Beecher. Patty, meanwhile, claims he was targeted in his termination. He has retained counsel. Members of the Buffalo Teachers Federation picketing prior to reporting to work this morning. The Buffalo Teachers Federation says it's fighting for a fair wage as negotiations wait, rage on. The first day of school for the district is next Tuesday, but Friday, today, a setup day for teachers to prepare their classrooms 
BTF President Phil Rumor said to join us live at 6.20 this morning. The NFTA is getting nearly $9 million in funding as part of the state's $178.8 million commitment for connective and sustainable modes of transportation. State Senator Tim County announcing how that money will be used. $5 million that will help the NFTA to keep transitioning the authority's fleet of 140-foot transit buses, as well as transition the NFTA's Metro's cold spring garage from clean diesel and diesel electric to battery electric. This money will specifically go toward the purchase of 10 battery electric buses. NFTA Executive Director Kim Minkle notes the phones will help the authority meet Governor Hochul's goal of 100% zero emission bus buys by 2035. President Biden making his third visit to Pennsylvania this week, speaking in Philadelphia last night. Biden framing the midterm elections as a contest for the soul of America. The president is warning here in very stark terms what is at stake in this election. He is arguing that we are at a critical inflection point, saying that equality and democracy are under assault, arguing that our very democracy is what's on the ballot come November, going directly after those MAGA Republicans, saying they don't respect the will of the people, that they empower election deniers. At one point saying flatly, you cannot love your country only when you win. And former President Trump's attorneys and Justice Department prosecutors faced off yesterday in court over classified documents seized in last month's FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. In an intense hearing in that Florida courtroom, former President Trump's attorneys comparing the hundreds of classified documents discovered at Mar-a-Lago to overdue library books. They were trying to convince federal judge Aileen Cannon to appoint a special master to comb through the material seized by DOJ and weed out any privileged information. But DOJ attorneys insist they've already done the work themselves, that their special filter teams have pulled 64 sets of document seeds on August 8th, some 520 pages, setting them aside as potentially privileged. Another twist in the January 6th investigation. NBC News has learned Newt Gingrich received a letter from the January 6th committee requesting the former Speaker of the House testify about his contacts with the White House, specifically TV ads Gingrich helped Trump's team produce after the 2020 election. The committee writing, these advertising efforts were not designed to encourage voting for a particular candidate. Instead, these efforts attempted to cast doubt on the outcome of the election after voting had already taken place. New COVID boosters could be available as soon as this week and after yesterday's CDC sign-off, the redesigned Pfizer and Moderna boosters target the most common Omicron strains, and doctors say it's critical everyone who is eligible roll up their sleeves. We're not going to eradicate COVID-19, but we have to do what we can to hedge our behavior against any potential infections, false surge, and also long COVID and all these other complications. ABC News medical contributor Dr. Alok Patel. A scare over the Orlando airport. The FAA Thursday is telling ABC News it's investigating a near disaster involving a small plane and a 757. A single-engine Cessna flies over the airport just as a Delta 757 takes off within just hundreds of feet from the Cessna, according to its pilot, Malik Clark. Immediately I turned right and um, I climbed as steeply as I could and they were headed straight toward us. Clark had taken off from a nearby runway, air traffic control directing him to overfly where the Delta flight was taking off. Delta telling ABC News that it is aware of these reports and is investigating. Attorneys for the new owners of Toys R Us are suing a Houston family for copyright infringement, but the family is fighting back. The Outsalls own a store called Toys in the Galleria Mall. 
Toys R Us accuses the family of creating a store logo very similar to the larger companies in an effort to confuse customers. But Toys attorney Lima Barazzi says the two logos look nothing like each other. We have a huge global corporation trying to fight and shut down a small mom and pop shop by alleging specious claims of trademark and trade dress allegations that frankly hold no water. No response yet from Toys R Us's new owners. Here's a take on inflation and jobs that you may not have considered. The job sector has been one of the bright spots in a pretty bleak economy lately. A new survey says maybe a little too bright. The organization FactSec talked to economists nationwide, and they said a less than stellar August employment report might be good for inflation. Many say fewer jobs created will signal hiring is slowing. That could help moderate wage increases, which in turn could begin to put the brakes on inflation. Some respondents say that could be Welcome news to the Fed and maybe even the White House. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Beanie Babies was a hot toy in the 90s. Many people had collections. One woman who recently passed away in Rockford, Illinois, had a massive collection, and now all of her Beanie Babies are being sold. Holy cow! This is the reaction of Jolly Estate sales owner Kelly Kakert and her team had when they saw the sheer number of Beanie Babies inside one house. More than 1,000 of the popular 90s stuffed toys. She collected bears far heavier than anything else, but there's everything here. From turkeys to pigs to monkeys, the variety of colors, animals, and sizes are endless. It took Kelly's team 15 hours to sort and divide the Beanie Babies into different groups. Kelly hopes these Beanie Babies will bring back fond childhood memories for someone, complete a collection, or become a sweet gift. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. We're looking at partly to mostly sunny skies today with temperatures in the low 80s. A mix of sun and clouds on Saturday with a slight chance for a late day shower, thunder shower, highs in the mid 80s. Sunday, some scattered showers. Temperatures will be cooler with highs in the low to mid 70s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Mankowski. Joining us now on the WBEN live line is Buffalo Teachers Federation President Phil Rumor. And Phil, uh, tell us a little bit about why this picketing is taking place this morning. Teachers are very angry. Uh, the district has been stalling on our negotiations for three years and uh, they, they start out negotiations. Ready for this? They, the first one of the first negotiation sessions. You sit down and you develop uh, ground rules, like we've been using them for many years. And the district refused to agree to one of the ground rules. For example, the uh, the sides would agree to three tentative, two tentative meetings in advance, and that's the way you have to do things. They said no, no, excuse me. So ever since then, they have been delaying negotiations. We've had to file improper practices against them. They even tried to prevent me from speaking at the board meeting the other night. Excuse me. <clears throat> but Buffalo teachers are very far behind uh, their colleagues. Uh, let me give you a couple of examples. It takes us 27 years to get the maximum salary. In Akron, for example, it takes 20 years. In Hamburg, 19 years. Kenmore, 22 years. And it takes us 27 years. Uh, Williamsville, 16 years, and when you're there for 16 years, you make over $100,000. Teachers are are upset that they've been dragging this out for three years, giving us contract proposals that are terrible, not addressing needs. We also need more school counselors, psychologists, social workers, and things like that, but they've been just stalling, stalling, stalling. Well, I wanted to pick up on that, Phil. Uh, you had just mentioned that uh, 
you were stymied in an attempt to talk to uh, the Buffalo School Board or, or make an appearance at the uh, latest meeting there. And uh, also, you're talking about the three years that they've been, you know, as you kind of put it, toe-dragging things. Uh, but at the same time, just recently, you guys were rallying on City Hall steps, and Dr. Tonja Williams was present, and you had uh, a little bit of a hopeful note about that. Uh, nothing since? Nothing since. The only thing that is that uh, we believe that now they, they, uh, that uh, we've made an offer and they've agreed to it. Too. We have a fact finder that was appointed. It's one of the things that made teachers very angry. They decided that they were stalling it out, so they said, all right, let's call a fact finder and Neil from Perb. So we said, okay, fine, that hears both sides. Well, then we went and we met with the fact finder in August. In, uh, in August, And you know what the district said? We can't start until October. We're too busy. Now, so Bill, the bottom line is it seems like there's still problems. They even tried to stop me from talking, except the school board and the superintendent, their chief negotiators don't want to try to stop me from talking. Now, Phil, I remember about 22 years ago, uh, the Buffalo Teachers Federation went on strike because we could, they could not get a fair contract. Um, the Taylor Law keeps you from striking, but has there been a rumbling of possibly uh, going on strike if you can't reach a deal soon? Well, there are teachers that are, are seeing that, saying that we should do that, but that's a last resort. Uh, I am still hopeful that we can get a contract done. We have a new superintendent and and hopefully she has decided to take the reins and uh, see if we can get this done. You know, the district keeps saying that one of our last salary offers will cost them billions of dollars. What we did is we took the average of the big five city school districts or six city school districts and said, this is what the average would be, and this is what we think the Buffalo teachers should be. Well, as it turns out, as the district says, anyway, I don't know whether it's true or not, it's going to cost them billions of dollars. Well, that just shows how far behind Buffalo teachers are than other school districts, but uh, we're obviously not going to cost billions of dollars. We begin into negotiations, but I got news for you. The teachers deserve uh, to be treated just as they teach it in the surrounding school districts. Well, is there the potential then for a consideration of walking off the job here by the teachers? Teachers are talking about that, but I don't see that happening yet. Threaten that uh, because they call us on a strike. The only thing I can say is yes, there are teachers that are calling me uh, saying, "Look, we've had enough. We should do this," but I don't believe that that's necessary, right? All right, Phil, appreciate it, and uh, be well. You too, and you stay healthy, and both of you guys take care. All right, BTF President Phil Rumor joining us here on WBEN. That's nine thirty in seven one six. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.